What is up? Welcome back to the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Cobb, and I am super excited for today's podcast episode. Happy Tuesday to all of you guys who are listening right when this comes out. What a week it has been. I am ready for bed. Yet again, I am recording this episode Monday night. Y'all, I am trying my hardest to time manage, but everything has been pretty chaotic lately. I've been really trying to find balance in my new life with new clients I've been taking on, new jobs and Instagram partnerships and life and relationships and socializing, all the things. So I had a really busy Monday, as I'm sure most of you did as well, but very productive. So I'm proud of myself. I got a lot done. However, here I am at nine o'clock at night recording an episode. So this episode, again, will not be on YouTube. YouTube watchers, please don't hate me. I am so sorry. But this episode will be available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So enjoy listening to my voice, not the video portion. Again, I'm so sorry, but I'm figuring it all out as we go. Life gets crazy. We all got to roll with the punches. And uh, that's kind of where I'm at now. I'm still really excited to chat with you guys. And even though I am sleepy and I am, you know, it's the end of the day. I'm winding down. I'm sitting on my couch right now. (laughs) Louis is in a deep sleep on my fuzzy rug laying down and he looks so relaxed. But I still wanted to get a podcast episode out for you guys because this is something that I've been really looking forward to chatting with you guys more about. There was a lot of interest peaked in this topic previously on my podcast, as well as my social media channels where I've lightly discussed this topic. So I'll let you guys know, obviously, based on the title, today I'm going to be talking more about my sober life. And I got a lot of inquiries, a lot of uh, feedback, and just in general, like curiosity from people asking about why I went sober, what it's been like, uh, how my life has changed, what what side effects I saw, how, how I did it. And I did discuss this fully in a podcast episode back in January, but now we are nearing the end of March and I figured I would follow back up with you guys and talk more about where I'm at. I still have not had any alcohol since Halloween 2022. So now it's a good time to check in with you guys and and answer some of those questions that I did receive via DMs or comments or um, just general feedback from people. So I'm going to answer some of your guys' questions and I hope you guys enjoy listening. It's really cool because my podcast it's a little baby podcast. It's growing and I just, you guys know, I always say this, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but I love my little community that I've created and I love seeing it grow as well. And word of mouth, I think is the biggest way that my podcast spreads. And of course, you know, going viral on TikTok and stuff like that helps tremendously. But one thing I wanted to call out is 
I have a friend here in Austin. Her name is Brittany. And unless they were just saying this to make me feel better, my sister was like, oh, my God, one of Brittany's friends who lives, I think, in Ohio. I'm so sorry, Brittany, if I got that wrong. Uh, But one of her friends was listening to my podcast and she really liked the sober episode that I did. And so I don't know her name, but if you're listening, uh, I'm glad that you liked it. And I, it's little things like that, those personal connections that I'm able to make with people who I've never met and I'm able to add any sort of insight or value to their lives, especially when it comes to something so impactful on a person's life, such as going sober. So a lot of you guys had great feedback and have been so supportive and I'm excited to chat more with you guys about everything. And I did like a general, like my guide to living a sober life. I of course could talk about this for hours, but I'm going to try to cut it all down into a short podcast episode. If you guys still had any questions after listening to to this episode, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram at Kimberly Cobb or at My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. I will say my podcast inbox. I tend to respond to those a lot quicker because that inbox does not get as uh, full. And so, and it's my baby. So I always try to pay attention, extra attention to that account. With all that said, I will be chatting about my sober journey in today's episode. But before I do, I'm going to do the huge. So we're going to do a little bit of catch up with Kim, then hop into pick of the week. So up first is catch up with Kim. So you guys, what is the 411? What has everybody been up to? As I said, this past week was absolutely insane. I have a lot of work stuff going on that I won't bore you guys with. I'm sure we all have crazy busy lives when it comes to work, but it was just extra crazy this week for me. But on a more personal positive note, I was finally able to celebrate my birthday. So my birthday, my actual birthday is March 15th. And if you live in Austin, Texas, or if you're familiar with it, we have a big festival that takes over the city um, called South by Southwest, and it spans over two weeks. And because it spans over two weeks over my birthday, there really isn't much space in people's calendars, including my own, to celebrate a birthday and dedicate a whole day because our schedules are jam-packed. So... Moving forward, I think for as long as I'm living in Austin, I will be celebrating my birthday the week after South by Southwest. So this past weekend, it was on the 25th, I hosted my birthday party. I was able to partner with the W Hotel in downtown Austin, and I had a big Malibu Barbie birthday-themed party I had 30 guests. I had a hair braid. I had two hair braiders come to do our hair, a professional photographer, a, a fancy cake. I, Guys, I went all out. I haven't gotten the pictures back just yet, but I am so freaking excited to share with you guys those pictures. The reason I went all out for this birthday is because I was in a toxic relationship for so long. And during that relationship, he isolated me from all my friends and my family and celebrating my birthday wasn't 
really a thing. You know, I just, uh, I don't know, like, you know, I celebrated with him and his family and who he wanted me to celebrate with, but it was never my own. And then last year I had just moved to Austin. So my friend group was really, really small. It was just, you know, me and three other girls. So this year I feel like my social circle has expanded so much. I've made so many incredible connections with people who genuinely care about me as a person and were so excited to celebrate me and I just felt very special and yes like there's all like the glitz and the glam of like it being like this incredible venue and all these like cool people and and things and that all aside I've just felt so much happiness in my soul being surrounded by people who care about me and it was just so like, I know I'm guys, I know I'm such a Pisces. Like I, I, I over romanticize everything, but the day probably for most guests was just a pool party and was a fun birthday party. But for me, it was so much more and it made me reflect on how much growth I have made since being in that toxic relationship and how much I've improved as a person and how much more I love myself and how I've been able to really establish and grow a new life for myself here in Austin. Like that was the big picture for me when I was throwing this event and literally in the moment, I'm just looking around at all these people and all these things. And just, I felt such a sense of, uh, joy. And I was just so proud of everything that I've created since escaping such a bad situation. So my birthday party was a success. I will be sharing all the glitzy, glammy pictures on Instagram, which I hope you guys enjoy. And another thing, too, is this was a big deal for me because I had uh, it was a pool party. And as somebody who, you know, over the years did struggle with body confidence and now I'm like a very body positive person. Yeah, I was a lot curvier than pretty much every person that attended the event. But I felt very confident in my own skin. I felt beautiful and I I want others to feel the same. So my birthday party was a really great time. Definitely a highlight of last week. I had a little post-birthday blues after because it was just so much fun. And now I'm back to reality, back to working and grinding and This upcoming weekend, I'm actually flying to Savannah, Georgia for my childhood best friend Danielle's bachelorette party, which I have helped plan and I'm so excited. It's going to be a great time. Uh, We got the shirts. We got the itinerary. It's going to be a great time. And what else is new with me? I think that's pretty much it. That's what I got going on right now. I'm just grinding. I hope you guys are all having, you know, a great week as well. And you guys are staying motivated as we are shifting from most of the country. I don't know. Maybe I'm just speaking for Texas right now, but we're getting into the warmer months right now and the sun's coming out. I'm starting to feel more productive and more motivated than I usually am during winter months. And so I hope you guys are picking up on that energy as well. That wraps up the catch up with Kim section and we're going to shift on into pick of the week. Oh my God. 
I love your skirt. Where did you get it? Gee, thanks. Just got it. I see it. I like it. I want it. I have two quick pick of the weeks for you guys. Number one is my Billie Eilish perfume that I recently got. And I don't know. I can't remember now. I need to start keeping a list. But I can't remember if I already chose this as my pick of the week on my podcast. Like, am I just getting old? Like, I'm forgetting everything. But regardless, it's still my pick of the week because it smells so good. I've gotten into Ubers and been complimented by my Uber driver, like not even in a creepy way. Like they're just like, genuinely, you smell so good. Like, oh my God. Uh, But I love this perfume. It's, I believe it's called number two, I think, but the bottle's really cool. It's like the shape of a, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Oh my gosh. I feel so stupid. A bod, uh, not a bodice. Is it a bodice? When it's like a sculpture of a person's body, but like, oh, a bust. Okay. <laughs> so stupid. Okay. It's a bust, I think. Um, but it's like this dark brown chrome kind of color. And anyways, the bottle's really unique, really cool. And the scent is not sweet. It's actually more of like a musky kind of... Uh, woodsy smell which normally I wouldn't like on myself I'd prefer a fruity or girly scent but when this mixes with your own body scent it makes this magical smell I can't describe it so definitely my pick of the week number one is that perfume and then number two which I I think I've talked about in the podcast also but it's the k18 leave-in treatment so you shampoo your hair you wash it out and you get out of the shower without conditioning your hair. You towel dry it a little bit. Then you get this K18 leave-in treatment. You put like four pumps of it in your hands. I'm going to be like honest. I put way more, but I don't think you need that much. Rub it between both hands and then you bring the product from your roots down to your ends. Leave it in your hair. They say leave it for four minutes. I'm not really sure why. Maybe people leave it in for four minutes and then blow dry. But I leave it in for four minutes. I let my hair air dry. Normally, I actually wrap my hair up in like a um, like a towel turban for my for my hair. When my hair dries, it is so silky smooth. My hair, I'm literally feeling my hair right now and it feels so good. Get it, you guys. Like I... I'm obsessed. Like it's such a good product. From my understanding, it actually does repair your hair. It's not just a silicone like covering over the hair follicle. I could be wrong. If you're a hairdresser listening, please correct me if I'm wrong. But from my understanding, it does actually do some reparative work. So I'm going to continue thinking that until I'm told otherwise. But I love it. So those are my two picks of this week. It's that Billie Eilish perfume and the K18 leave-in treatment. Chef's kiss, so good. That wraps up my pick of the week's picks of the week. And I'm going to talk you guys through my guide to living a sober life. So... For those of you who haven't yet listened to my three-month sober episode that I shared back in January, I'll briefly fill you guys in on why I decided to cut back alcohol. My main 
motivator for quitting was to improve my mental well-being and take control of my life again. My anxiety had gotten so out of control. I couldn't attend social gatherings. I couldn't have friends over to my place. I had lost sight of who I was as a person and like my spark was gone. I don't know what happened. I, you know, moved to Austin out of a bad relationship and I partied. I never did drugs. I never did anything crazy. I never really blacked out or anything. But drinking once or twice a weekend, sometimes three times, became just a habit. It's just it's just what my friends and I did to socialize and meet people and go out. And while there's absolutely nothing wrong with drinking, for me, it became my only way of getting outside and interacting with people. I relied on it as my way of getting out and it did turn into a real habit. Now, I've had my last sip of alcohol again on Halloween 2022 and I feel like my life has just gotten better and better and better as time has gone by. And I'm not going to lie, being sober is very isolating at times. Like you can feel so left out. Um, a lot of things in our society, like celebrating birthdays and weddings and happy hours, like everything revolves around drinking. And that makes me feel left out when I'm in these social situations and people offer me a drink or everybody looks like they're having so much fun. The FOMO is there for sure. Like, don't let me sugarcoat it. It's not all sunshines and rainbows. Like, I'm so sober and so happy. I'm very happy. Don't get me wrong. But when I am in those situations, there are feelings of isolation. But the ways that being sober has changed my life for the better have made it worth it. Like, I wouldn't change it for a thing. Before... I continue anymore. Um, I want to say that again, I literally pass no judgment on anyone who does choose to drink. This is a decision that I made for myself for my own personal reasons. And I just wanted to share more about my journey so far because I did receive such supportive feedback from my first episode with people wanting to hear more about how life changing it was and how changing my relationship with alcohol improved my life. So that is what I'm going to chat about. More things I noticed after cutting out alcohol, how I spend my time now, um, which is actually what a lot of you guys asked about. The things that I've struggled with, advice, and more. So if you are sober curious or, or if you're just curious about my journey with it, keep on listening. I think you guys are going to really enjoy this week's episode. If you do enjoy it, please make sure to rate me five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave me a written review, please. I would love you so much if you did. Uh, I love hearing your guys' feedback. And if you have any other tips and tricks or stories that you want to share with me, shoot me a DM and we can chat more. I wanted to first address one thing, one of the biggest things really that I hear most about in my DMs. I think it's because I'm a curvier woman and that is weight loss. So a lot of people ask, how much weight did you lose? Oh my God, you look so good. Like, what's your secret? How, did like cutting out alcohol make you lose a bunch of weight? 
Like, guys, I would be lying straight to your faces if I told you I lost a ton of weight by going sober. I didn't. Like, I I have lost weight. Not a crazy amount. I'm not Ozempic-style losing weight right now. I have lost some weight. But I think the biggest thing that people notice about me, they look at me and they see a different version of myself. And I'm not necessarily that much skinnier But I feel like the energy I'm putting out now is so much more different. Um, And that in itself probably makes me come off differently. Like maybe, did she lose weight? Like what's different about her? In addition, if we are thinking from a more physical perspective though, the inflammation in my body, in my face, it is insane. How much different, like when I look at old videos of myself, I'm like, holy cow, who is that girl? My cheeks were so puffy. I just look sad and bloated. And now that I'm not drinking, my face has gone down to its normal size. I have cheekbones again. It's incredible. And I've always had a rounder face. Like, I'm not saying I have some chiseled jawbone or anything, but there is a noticeable difference. Uh, my skin is better than ever. I, I rarely get breakouts. Uh, my anxiety is down and overall I'm just happier and more energetic. And I think that energy does radiate off of me now. The next big question that I get from people is what do you do with your time now? Okay. If you're not going out on the weekends, what do you do? I, I'm, I'm trying to go sober, but I'm so bored. I don't want to stay home. Do you still go out to the bars? Like these are, are things you guys were curious about. So I realized that I didn't have any real hobbies before because I was spending so much time drinking that I didn't really leave space for anything else. So, I mean, if you think about it, you're working nine to five. You get off work. You go to happy hour. Okay. You get home from happy hour. You're tired. You make dinner. Or you go to bed, you watch your show, you go to bed. On the weekends, you go out on Friday or Saturday or both. The next day you're hungover, you do it again. And then Sunday you're catching up on chores, running groceries, doing those kinds of things. Where or when during that time frame would you even have time for a hobby? You wouldn't. So now that I do have so much time on my hands... The first thing, before we get into the fun stuff, I saw this interesting topic or perspective on going sober and this gal was chatting about it and she said something that she did when she first decided to go sober was to create an open loop list. Okay, I was like, what is that? I have no clue. Basically what an open loop list is is It's basically tasks that have been incomplete for a long time. There are things that you've been pushing off, have been on your to-do list. They're not the funnest things in the entire world to do, but they're things that will give you a sense of accomplishment, getting them done. They'll distract you while you are choosing to go sober. And there are things that you just in general need to get done. So the open loop list, for example, think about the home. So you have tasks around your house like, okay, you've been meaning to organize your closet. You need to get your car serviced. Uh, There's like those bags of Goodwill clothes in your car that you need to drop off. Those kinds of things 
Okay. Those are things write down, write a list of open loop list for the home. And then you have open loop list for money. So that's creating a budget, catching up on bills, uh, paying people back. Maybe you owe people money on Venmo or um, just things around that, around money. Because when you go sober, you're going to be saving a lot of money. Like it is insane how much money you don't realize you are spending. And now that you do have that extra cash flow, it's good to catch up. Maybe you're in debt a little bit. Catch up on that debt. And then the next topic or, or uh, category in the open loop list is relationships. So those are conversations maybe you've been pushing off with people, people you ghosted, friends that maybe you need to end that friendship or maybe friendships that you need to nourish that you've been not, maybe you haven't been that good of a friend to somebody because you've been prioritizing drinking and partying with the wrong people, but there are still people like your childhood friends or your your neighbors, people that you just kind of put on the back burner while you prioritize this other aspect of your life. So overall, with this open loop list, while you're going sober, uh, you know, she said, again, this is the, the girl from TikTok, she said, Try to adapt one new habit for the next 30 days. So that could be like, I'm going to go to the gym four times a week. In addition, do one open loop list activity every week. So you do one habit every day for 30 days and one open loop list every week. So that takes up a lot of your time. And that's something I did as well. So I wanted to get 10,000 steps every day. So that's what I did. That's the new habit I adopted for the first 30 days. I was walking every day and I probably took on a little more than most people as necessary, but I jumped right in and I wanted to get things on my open loop list accomplished. You know, I cut ties with negative friendships. I reevaluated my budget. I organized the shit out of my apartment. I redecorated. I did all the things, kept myself very, very busy. What else did I do with my time? Let's talk about the fun stuff. So I met new friends. So with cutting ties with the negative people, I opened myself up to new friendships and new relationships with people. And these are people that I'm still friends with now. You know, it's been months and I've been able to really grow those friendships and connect with people on a deeper level, deeper than I ever did with people I was drinking with. I also do a lot of workout classes, so I downloaded ClassPass, as you guys know, and I can put in like a, a referral link if you guys are, are interested in trying out ClassPass as well. I can put that in the show notes, but I picked up on cycling and I got a, you know, a job working at the cycling studio, which you guys know about, running their social media. I do a lot of workout classes like dance and yoga. I love going on doggy play dates. You guys know I had Louie's birthday party and I've just been doing little one-on-ones with Louie and another dog. I feel like it's such a millennial thing. Like I don't have children yet. So I'm just doing play dates with our dogs and it's a great time. You can't be sad when you're on a doggy play date. Like you just can't. And it's very, it's a good distraction too. Uh, the first few months that I did go sober, I, and this might be controversial, 
but I ate whatever I wanted to and I treated myself to things I wanted more often because I was saving so much money not drinking. I am not kidding you guys. When I really reflected on how much money I was spending on alcohol every weekend, just the act of drinking. So, I mean, you're spending money on Ubers and Lyfts, um, eating out, like drunk eating or getting Uber Eats, uh, even like drunkenly like picking up your friend's tabs you know and you're like oh I got it don't worry like because you're just drunk and you're confident and you you think you have all this money and doing things like that like it adds up Uh, getting grocery delivery when you're too hungover to go shopping and even just spending money on hangover remedies like you got to get the Pedialyte you got to get uh you know all the stuff for nausea and the food to make yourself feel better and, and medicine like it adds up, you guys. It's crazy. So I did treat, let myself, you know, I let myself a little loose when I first went sober. I, I let myself eat the treats that I, you know, and I, I, for the most part, let myself eat something sweet if I want to. But I wasn't hard on myself. I wasn't criticizing myself because that was a little guilty pr- pleasure of mine that I was able to indulge in a little more because I wasn't drinking. I also, for fun, I just like exploring my city. You would be surprised how much there is to do in your city sober. Even if you've been living in your city for a long time, it it gives you a new perspective on what are some new things I can do or how can I spice up or change the things I was doing, but from like a sober perspective. So I love going to like parks and restaurants and like trying out new mocktails and things like that. Like it's so fun, you guys. I also have been reading a lot more books. I am currently reading Normal People. I don't know the author right now, but my little cousin sent me that book for my birthday, and it's a really cute read so far. I'm enjoying it. And I've read so many books since going sober, and I used to love reading. Like growing up, I loved reading. I was always reading books. And then as I got older, I just stopped. And now that I've picked it up again, I forgot how much I enjoy it. Like putting yourself in a completely different world that you're just going to make up in your head. It's so fun. I'm obsessed. I also love going to coffee shops, bookstores, shopping, and, you know, trying new mocktails at restaurants, but also trying them at home, like making your own little mocktail menu. It can be really fun. You can be creative and you don't have any of the negative side effects of drinking after you've consumed the beverage you made so those are that's just a short list I feel like there's so many things I do but I feel like my days are just in general so much more fulfilling and not waking up hungover is an incredible feeling and not having any regrets is an incredible feeling but I just feel happier and I feel more wholesome in a way like again There is nothing wrong with drinking. It just wasn't for me. And these are just the ways that I have felt differently about myself and my life since I decided to stop. Another question I got asked a lot was, what do you do when you go out to the bars now? Guys, I am still going out. I, you know, I I do all the things that I just talked about more often, but there are times when, you know, I do want to go out and be surrounded by people my age and like listen to good music and flirt with guys. Like I still go out and have a good time. 
Number one is the Cinderella rule. And I'm not the creator of this term, but I've adapted it. And when I got to bars, I, for the most part, try to stick to the Cinderella rule. And what that is, is you are home by midnight. Okay, that is the Cinderella rule. You get home before everybody is too drunk and they are unbearable to be around when you are sober. Because up until midnight, people are still a good time. Like you can still be sober and have good conversations with people when they are getting buzzed and they're loosening up. But once they get past a certain point, they can get a little more obnoxious and rowdy. So that's not necessarily for me. But I still like to go out and enjoy the environment until it gets too crazy. The next thing I do is to avoid the why are you drinking water question. I feel like I hate that question because it just feels like so invasive. Like, why am I not allowed to drink water? Like, even when I was so like, even when I was drinking alcohol and consuming alcohol, I would, you know, have a water in between drinks every now and then. And guys especially would make fun of you. Like, why are you drinking water? Or the friends that I was close with, the ones that drank very heavily would be like, they would kind of treat you like you were being like a baby for drinking water. Like, why are you drinking? They make fun of you. I don't know if I'm alone in that situation, but I felt a lot of pressure from people and judgment for literally consuming water. So if you want to lean comfortably in, not lean, I guess what the phrase I'm looking for is if in general, when you are in a social situation where everybody's drinking, you're going to be more comfortable if you have a drink in your hand, right? Like I think we can all agree on that. I am one of those people. I love having a drink in my hand and I love having something to drink anyways. So if you want to avoid that, why are you drinking water question? Here are a few recommendations. My go-to is always just a Sprite with lime. Some people don't like having all the sugar from the Sprite. So you could do a soda water. Um, You can also just get like straight up pineapple juice. Like that's delicious to sip on. You can do a Dirty Shirley, which is Sprite and grenadine, or you can do ginger ale with a little splash of lemon or lime. All great options, and it's just easy to have something in your hand, so nobody even asks that question in the first place. Again, if you're going out into the bars, and maybe if you're newer to being sober, it might be a little more difficult, but you just have to have willpower, and you have to have strong boundaries if people are trying to peer pressure you those probably aren't people you want to have around long term anyways but know too that you can still go out and enjoy music and enjoy your friend's company like you do not always have to be in bed with a book and your 500 cats like you can still go out and have a social life but you can have balance you can have it all really the last question I received quite a lot was what have you gained from not drinking how has your life changed what's improved that general theme of questions so I noticed that I spent a lot of a lot less time apologizing uh I was never crazy when I was drinking heavily but there were moments that I regret how I handled situations I handled situations less maturely than I would have if I was sober And now I don't have to 
apologize or have any regrets the next day. Um, I guess it's like that hangover regret, you know, the next morning when you wake up and you're like, what the fuck did I say? Like, that was so embarrassing. Or why did I send that text? Like, I don't have any of those moments anymore. I also feel like I don't have to work as hard to find balance in my life anymore. Not drinking has caused healthy habits to seamlessly cascade into all aspects of my life. As I said, you can go to the bars and still also have a night in with your cat and your book and your tea. Like you can chill, but you can have both because the side effects of drinking don't really affect you. You still have your full day to enjoy because you aren't hungover. And I love that. Uh, I've also gained the satisfaction of, I don't know, I guess confidence. I was feeling a lot of self-hatred and that sounds so intense, but it's so true. I, I really didn't like who I was becoming. I didn't like physically how my face looked from the bloat. Uh, I didn't like how going out made me feel. I felt like I was valuing myself as a person based off of how many guys asked for my number or how many, you know, times it got hit on. Like that sounds so shallow, but my drunk mind really valued those things. And now I could care less, truly. Um, I don't binge anymore. Like I'm not binge eating when I get back from drinking. I have a lot more energy. I can't even imagine if I drank this whole weekend, how exhausted I would have been today. I was so productive. I woke up and it's almost 10 o'clock at night and I'm still grinding. Like I'm still getting things done. And while I'm mentioning over the weekend, I would like to applaud myself for also going through my whole birthday weekend without drinking and not even regretting a single bit of it. I had so much fun. Usually I get really bad anxiety before events and especially birthdays because I get so excited and nervous. I had no anxiety and I am so proud of myself. I don't think I could emphasize that enough. I literally talked to my sister on the phone today and was like, guess what? I just realized I didn't have any nerves at all. I was just genuinely happy and I was so present and in the moment. My sleep quality is infinitely better. I sleep so well. I sleep almost too well because I don't want to get out of bed, but I just feel like my sleep is incredible. I feel rested when I wake up in the mornings. My, you know, my relationship with myself is so much better. Like I said, I am confident. I have a lot more love for myself. I spend a lot more time working on my goals, like journaling, reading, spending time with Louie, watching my favorite shows. And I feel like I have stronger relationships with the people around me. So older friendships, newer ones, I've been able to really nourish those relationships with people I care about and genuinely give them my time and effort and care because relationships need that. And lastly, I feel like I feel like I have memories that I actually remember and aren't a blur from drinking. I don't know if that makes sense, but you know, my friends will be like, oh, remember that one time when we were here and this happened and I'll tell them no. I don't really remember. I remember bits and pieces, but I don't remember all of that. Or I, you know, and that sucks. Like I, I love being able to 
remember every single detail and write about it in my journal or talk about it the next day with my friends and even just to cherish those memories and those experiences that I'm having in life and not having to worry about alcohol affecting them or altering my my memory in any way. So those are all the things I think I have gained from not drinking. Again, that list could go on and on and on because I just feel like my life is good. And if you guys have been listening for a long time, you know, like y'all have heard me go through my anxiety, my depression, and I'm coming out the other end of the tunnel right now. And I'm, I still have struggles. Life is not perfect. It's, I still have things that I'm dealing with, but it's been incredible to see myself grow and give myself time to heal and learn about what my body needed and really develop as, as a human being. So if you are in a similar position to me, I hope you enjoyed hearing me chat about all these things. I know I probably rambled at times, but I have a lot going on in my mind and I wanted to share all of it with you guys. I wanted to address all of your questions and uh, thoughts and things you guys have reached out to me about. If I missed anything, feel free again to DM me on Instagram at my lips aren't sealed podcast or at Kimberly Cobb. And again, rate me five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave a written review. If there's ever anything else you guys want me to chat about, let me know. I'm always open to suggestions. On my Instagram page, I actually added a highlight. I can't remember what it's called now, but I put a section where you guys can add in requests um, or um, recommend somebody to be on my podcast or give feedback because I want to hear from you guys. I want to create the best content possible for you because I love you guys so much. I'm being such a cheese ball. It is past my bedtime. I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast episode. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. And again, if you had any questions, just let me know. I am just a message away. I have a few ideas for upcoming episodes that I'm really excited for. So stay tuned. I love you guys so much and we will chat more next week. Bye.